Welcome to Reader's Guide to Chaos. This is a podcast left on red. I am here. I am Moksha. I'm Shriya. I'm Dia. Okay, so today I'm going to be hosting our podcast. There's a lot of things that I've been wanted, wanting to talk about because personally, well, okay, let's say today is February 21st. It's a little late, but February is the month of love. <laughs> and I mean, like a week ago, Valentine's Day went. So today we're going to be talking about love. Well, not really, because, well, none of us are experts in it, but we would not love to give any of recommendations <laughs> or any tips. Please don't listen to anything that we're saying. Don't take this um, as a suggestion, please. No, no, we need views. Huh? People, people should listen to us. Listen podcast. to us. Don't, don't take Follow our... us. Don't actually use our suggestions. Anyways, so um, my first question is what is your favorite romantic story or romantic book or like if you haven't read that many then your favorite rom-com um, can, it, so, can it be a couple sure okay so it's not a romantic comedy per se because it's a it's just a comedy series but brooklyn 99 has the iconic couple jake and amy and i personally feel like their dynamic is just it it like they fit together so well like both of them are such opposite people in hindsight but when you see it you know like on surface level they're very different but once you see them, you know, um, share this unique bond, you get to see how similar they are with their tastes and everything. And like, if if those two had like, you know, um, a sequel to Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I would love to watch that. I agree. They are also like one of my favorite couples in the uh, in that industry. Their relationship as a whole, like the way it progressed was very wholesome. But as for romantic novels, I haven't read as many, but I would like to read more. I mean, same. I mean, I've read a few of them, not too many. But the thing is that I'm just in love with the entire like romantic stories or romantic novel thing. It makes you feel happy. It's, like, it's, it's very it's cute. It's very yeah. cute. And... It's like one of the genres, like we've talked about how we've read a lot of dark books or books that end with tragic things, but we haven't particularly read a lot of books that are happy. So I think we should definitely in the future read more romantic novels, because I think that's one of the popular genres that has quite a few times like happy endings. It can also be tragic, but like I just remembered even Anne with an E, is a romantic book like I like it's not romantic in entirely because it's a lot about Anne's journey and finding herself also but her relationship uh, I don't remember his name but there was a Netflix spin Gilbert yes it's like Gilbert and Anne and I am obsessed with those two so this like conversation reminded me of like how while we we're choosing this month's book we were like between two strong contenders and we went with one of the books and I felt bad like 
That was uh, my, that was like my favorite tweet cute. I wanted to read that so bad. And so it's like, hmm, if I really want to read more romance novels, then hmm. There's always a next time. Never say never. <laughs> but it is a cheesy episode, so why not? I mean, love is cheesy on many levels. Like there are, you know, you know, I have, I, I, I have seen shows. I have read like you know one or two books where there are you know explicitly you know showing that they are showing affection to each other in like giving roses and everything. That is fine. But after a point when they converse and then you know things become way too cheesy for me because I'm like this is too much. I cannot handle this much. I die of diabetes. I don't need this much uh, flowery language. So like this I kind of brings me to my next question, which is, do you think that like romance, like romantic novels or the TV shows that you've talked about, have they like increased the standards a little too high? Like, are they setting unrealistic standards for love? Ultimate example, Disney. Like hands down, the most dramatic proposals the most dramatic weddings the most 100%. dramatic first kisses disney has and all of it even the idea of the happy of a happily ever after it was un- it wasn't until a few years that i realized that that was not a thing like it just does not end there and i'm like you have ruined me because disney sort of conditioned us in a way to think that you'll uh, once all of you get over those struggles it's just a perfect world and i'm like yeah that's not true um even with the typical story of you know the girl where the girl is poor and the boy is rich and then the girl struggles and the and then the boy and the girl get together and then their families tear them apart but then they fight for it and then they get back together and then they have a happy ending and they have kids and all that drama and it's yeah typical, like some yeah. Of- Plot sounds a lot like crazy rejections. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I was thinking about that while talking about it, but I didn't say anything. I was thinking of that Hindi movie. I don't remember. Dilwale Dulhaniya le raige, because that's also the same plot. See, it is so typical. Like these, like you know, you know they're gonna end up together, but you sometimes really predict them. Like what is gonna happen next? That just exactly and like when. Huh. And when I was little, I always felt like there is going to be a prince charming waiting at my doorstep, you know, waiting for me to say yes to him. Like he's ready with the roses, the ring, and everything, and you know, flying doves. <laughs> and I'll just say yes, and I'll have like you know my happily ever after. Till a point where I realized that doesn't happen anymore. But I think you know, aside from that, it also puts a lot of pressure. in situations when one has to choose themselves over their partner because then you start doubting yourself and feeling guilty like do you not love the person enough is it your fault which i also think is a little problematic because it because one should always be able to choose themselves before the other and honestly looking at you know the general trend of media nowadays i feel like a lot of um shows are you know garnering towards self love more and you mm-hmm. know showing that you know um a relationship is not entirely everything your life should be based on because 
a lot of the times that is how you know it is like the there was a very recent um netflix um movie which had um zora uh, from like disney i don't know her entire name and so she was just basically a hairdresser and the person whom she was going to do you know all of the hair things to fall, like you know falls in love with her but she you know rather chooses to be on her own and you know discover herself and have this like self journey rather than you know being in a relationship with him but well it was a movie and it was very cliche so then they fall in love and you know the story are you talking about the royal treatment yeah i guess i yeah, guess and it literally ends with a guy coming from some random ass um place in the middle of nowhere riding to her house in new york on a horse Oh my god on a horse in new york you know i said cheesy is good but cheese also gives you cholesterol so maybe stay away from it and i mean talking about happily ever after in disney in specific like i think at one point disney kind of realized that like their princess movies specifically like cinderella or sleeping beauty or stuff like that they realized that they made mistakes so for cinderella i remember i don't know whether you guys have seen these or not but there are two movies after cinderella Mm-hmm. and they're like you know what i'm talking about like they're trying to like um tell kids kid no it's not exactly a happily ever after then she still faces problems living in that castle like, like cinderella time. came then there was cinderella 2 and there was cinderella 3 also yeah and her yeah. sister struggles yeah so they're like okay well they do have a happily ever after but then she also has problems and after that she has a happily ever after so it's like it's not really proving their point at the end but but i do think that maybe that was not the smartest move but i do think they are getting better at it because if you look at the movies that are coming out now from disney they are very much more diverse in terms of like the types of characters the types of stories they are choosing to telling and like it's not always just like a girl falling in love with prince charming which i think is really good and i see like these angry tweets or from millennials and people older older than that and i'm like yeah they are not making the movies you liked when you were younger get over it why you crying over the children best movie? example best example like till tangled i would say it was very cliche romantic girl falls in love with a guy then came frozen hmm. and that movie has my entire heart because we see two sisters going in two different directions like ana meeting a guy for the first time and then being like okay i'm going to get engaged and elsa going on this you know self love journey where she discovers her powers and feels more powerful with it and then we have moana right after that and i, I was like so happy looking at those films because i was probably like 10 12 years old and from looking at cinderella and snow white and um sleeping beauty and all of those movies and then seeing this was very very refreshing like even um raya the La- uh, raya and the last dragon Mm-hmm. was nothing about a guy it was a girl trying to save her entire village trying to save whatever is left and, and that's so powerful and, and encanto also yeah. even coco yeah. even yeah and like frozen was like the first disney movie to show that you don't need men to help you fight like literally yeah. no one movie. of the one of the points i got sorry i dispute yeah. i think the first movie was mulan not frozen But Mulan did have that entire aspect of like I'm falling in love. I'm talking about falling in love. Okay, okay. In Frozen, she fell. Anna fell in love with Hans, mm. but then she learned that he is a fraud and he's wicked and evil, and mm. so she 
Rose on her own, like that sort of a thing. Like where, so like that was the first movie in twenty thirteen. Like the second got... movie shows her actual growth, like how yeah. she's grown as a character and everything. But the first movie is just she's she's just too desperate, which is so. Like, I was saying that in Frozen, one of the best, like what I loved about it was that at one point, like the trolls are like her true love is gonna save her. Or like the true love, and then we're all like expecting it to be either Kristoff or Hans or someone. And in the end, it's like sisterly love. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not like you have to fall in love. So it's like there can be love of different kinds. Like it so doesn't have to be love. Transcends all boundaries. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my next question is, it's like related to our like we're we're all in high school right now. So. Um, you've seen in that like around us we have seen people dating that's completely fine but do you think that people should normalize not dating in high school well I, I, I have a very small answer to that because I don't know why I have this mentality or I have this like ingrained in me that if you are spending so much time with someone who is not going to be beneficial for you in the longer run and it's going to you know cause you more problems rather than helping you i don't think i want to waste that much time on one person i'd rather do my homework or i'd rather do you know something great for my college application than write cheesy ass messages to someone saying oh my god i love you and you'll always be there for me forever i think that covers it Okay, no, some of it is true, but I won't do my homework, okay? Instead See, of doing that. <laughs> See, college application is okay, but it, not my homework. So, I think if it happens, it should happen naturally. Not like... Like, I've seen people be like, um, I'm mad that, like, my friends all have dates on Valentine's and I don't. And I'm like, you, you have, like, you have so many people and you're dating someone. And it's like, yeah, I get that it's kind of sad that you don't have a date on Valentine's but it's not something that you should be like oh my god I should find someone right this instant just to prove a point that I can find someone too like it's not a big deal like it's fine it's okay like it's your own life you can live however you want you don't have to copy others just so that you can look cool and like okay so my last question is we talked about our favorite rom-coms and like romantic novels. What is your least favorite? Because I know a lot of us have a lot of opinions about this. So I need to know what is your least favorite or even your like least favorite troupe or least favorite kind of like entire story, whatever. Okay, I'll say my least favorite troupe. It's like the ugly duckling troupe. Like it's over. You need to get over it. There would be this girl who would wear glasses and have a have her hair tied and was kind of a nerd so she was not pretty not even like I said because of she's all that it was she she's a very the actress is in general like a very conventionally pretty girl but just because she was wearing glasses or had her hair tied or was a nerd she was like oh she's ugly she's an outcast but like in the end scene when they gave her makeover and she was wearing a tight dress which is something that's why unlike her she's all of a sudden pretty and I, to that, at that time, I thought it was fine. But when they made the recap, uh, uh, not the recap, what am I saying? When they made the, when they made, he's all that. I was just like, you need to get over this. And I saw the movie, but I had to stop because it was not that great. Like, Addison Ray. You saw a movie that starred Addison Ray. 
and that's why i watched it i was like is she actually good she's not like she has the one she has one expression throughout the movie and to my point it's not even it's not that it's it's not the only movie <laughs> like that there are other movies too like princess diaries like she goes through the whole transformation she's also just like a girl wearing glasses with a bad hairstyle but they give her a makeover and she's a completely different person she gets a boyfriend and i'm just like you don't need to do that but in a way i feel like that's playing on people's insecurities or like you know portraying this idea that even though you might be not someone popular there is some there is a chance for you to become that way and then there are very weird opposites like tall girl hmm. where there is an already pretty person hmm. who is insecure about their height for some reason which is not even that long like she's a very like normal average height like you know she has a very normal average height and like she's described as you know this big outcast just because she is a bit taller than others and she's a very like she's a very pretty person she's a model as well and then she gets a makeover like how unrealistic do you want us to look like like the second we get out of the houses do you want us to look like instagram filters cuz like it it makes no sense after a point like rather than showing people that you need to love yourself they are just showing that you need to be a certain way you need to act a certain way just so that people can like you and just so that if people like you from that validation you can love yourself or like yourself so yeah it's a very mixed message it's like saying you should love yourself but if you only if you only fit into xyz box then you will be able to love yourself and like to the movie i was talking about she's all that she was someone who was very happy she she is into art and i think she was she was performing arts and was a really good painter and doing all of that but she was happy on her own yeah, like if so if nobody would have bothered her she could have she, she could have lived her life without that jerk guy yeah okay so for me the movie that i did not like was kissing booth because it is messed up on so many levels and uh, also germs you know also what the worst part is people really like that movie even kabir singh for that matter i saw the trailer and i was like no oh, that was just toxic. that was just romanticizing abuse even it was like toxic romance like seriously it was very even in this to some extent i thought i felt similar because noah as a person is also like abusive like verbally at, i'm i'm not sure if he hit her but he is verbally abusive and he does have that toxic masculinity characteristics to him but there was somehow okay, glamorization of that talking about noah the same actor also plays nate jacobs in euphoria <laughs> and i would just like to point this out because um i don't want to give any spoilers to anyone who hasn't watched but the only issue i have with the series so far is that why is romanticizing a character that is so toxic that is so messed up in the head as you know like if i say it then like i'll give out the spoilers but basically like i know that you know uh, uh, there are some people who like the adventure but then there are also people who respect their mental health it feels like this show is doing neither hmm <laughs> and it's just so messed up because like Nate Jacobs as a character only is bad and then mm. there are people who are falling for him and he is making those people even worse yeah yeah 
I agree. Even I feel like even that show in particular creates very unrealistic standard of the teenage experience. Like I understand like the uh, drug addiction part and the things. Um, so for me, it has to be like I like the I love the book, but I don't like the movie as much. That's gonna be fault in our stars. Um. So like, if you read the book, it's it's actually completely different than what the movie is. So like, the movie is not. shown you know as it ha- should have been in the book like the original um book and so that i i actually just stopped watching it from the middle <laughs> so i haven't finished it yet so i don't know but it was not a good experience the movie was pretty though it is like a nice um pretty. afternoon watch but, um from the book how it started um you know like in the book it just starts that the girl has cancer and then mm. her mother takes her to this group where she can you know express herself and then she meets the boy and everything but in the book you know it starts like more casually in how it should be like more i don't know normally like originally organically like it, yeah organically like how it can you know start in real life like that but in the movie it's just you know straight direct to the dramatic points of the story so that i mean that's the beauty of a book it's exactly a, the movie is very sad like even the story in general like after totals all the way down i've stopped reading okay so uh, i've like half watched this movie uh, it's a hindi movie um but i mean every time i start watching it i kind of stop it after a point it's like no i can't watch this anymore this is wrong it's called kabhi alvida na kehna and every time like i watch any, like even any like, 90s to early 2000s movies i can't watch it full No, a, a few of them are like nice, but a lot of them. I mean, this one's like criticizing cheating on someone, and they're two. Well, not exactly healthy relationships, but they're they are two lives that you're ruining. Two <laughs> innocent people, two couples that well aren't happy, but that doesn't mean that you go and cheat on both of them. So. that's just i find that really wrong like if you're romanticizing cheating in any way then i just i can't watch it because you're hurting people and i i hate when like the entire thing is like you want to fall in love you're creating a life and you're making people happy and this is just like i'm breaking your heart and i'm breaking your heart too why what's the point I will have to check that movie yeah, like now. Not. Yeah, but it makes a lot of sense though, because like yeah. you are breaking two people's hearts, and at the end you are like you are proving no points. Yeah. And in the end, I think I I don't really know exactly whether this is accurate or not, but um, in the end, neither of them are happy. None of these people are happy. What was the point? Because sad. Also, um, so so sad, but. I just remembered something I wanted to add, so I'll say it quickly. When I talked about the ugly duckling trope, I got a little rattled because of the things people said, and I went into a rant. But I also wanted to add that uh, if have you heard of the book Wonder? So right, so it's about this kid with deformities, and like at one point in his drawing class, his teacher's teacher or principal asks him, "Why do you draw so many ducks?" is it because you want to turn into a swan and he's like no and it just made me so happy like i don't remember if there was a moral to it but i feel like if, even if you are an ugly duckling you should be able to accept it 
I'm not saying you have to love it, but you should try to work towards accepting it. And there's nothing wrong with it. Like I remember the the you know the kid wanted to cover his face no matter what when he was going to school because he was you know so afraid of getting bullied. But once he you know you know gives people some space, once he you know opens up a bit, he you know finds his own community. He finds his own you know little crew of people. So such a nice way to end our podcast on a self love note. So I think that's it for today. And just to wrap up, love yourself. Even if people don't love you, like other people don't love you, you don't find love. Love yourself because I think that's all that matters. Like, share, and follow us on Instagram. Stay tuned for more. Bye. Bye.